Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Frozen Frontier flashback. How are you doing today? Yep, I am well. How are you, Neil? How is, how is chat? I am well. Chat is well. This feels, this feels quite cozy now after last night, doesn't it? Like, it's yeah. just, just, you know, us old friends and our, us our friends hanging chat. out. There's a small chat, you know, we're playing second edition. Yeah, it's quaint and cozy and nice. Yeah, the good old days. Get behind this shit. Uh, so what has been up? Um, so what since last week? Yeah. Not much really. Just work. Uh, mm. Yeah, nothing. Nothing exciting. Exciting. Well, actually, I watched some TV shows. What did I watch? Um, don't know if anyone else reads like No Sleep or like Creepy Pastas on the internet, but Sci-Fi did a show called Channel Zero. Uh, I watched that over the weekend that was pretty good it's like um do you ever read candle cove that's like a famous sort of online horror story but uh they made it into a tv show done pretty well so i watched that and then i watched 13 reasons why on netflix a couple of weeks ago which is about a girl who kills herself and it was trashy yeah, you're really into stuff. those like spooky scary things right you recommended it follows as well Oh yeah, that's good. That I love horror films. I've watched so many. If anyone's got any recommendations, but I've probably seen them. What else did I watch recently? I've watched a lot of horror films. Yeah, I watched one called Good Night, Mummy. It's like an Austrian film, and these like um, this woman's had plastic surgery on her face, so she comes back to her house and she's got like bandages, like you know, all over her face, mm-hmm. and she's got twin sons, and they sort of like get it into her into their head that it's not actually their mum that's come back, but they can't tell because she's got bandages all over her face. Mm. And it just sort of like builds an intensity of like what's going to happen because who's wrong? They're like, are they crazy or is she, is she actually someone different? You don't know. Mm. That's pretty, that pretty cool. good. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Not much. Have you seen Misery? Yeah, I have seen that. A while though ago, I, I thought about maybe watching it again. Stephen King wrote. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. I don't go into the horror genre too much. And if I do, it's more like, you know, vampires and Frankenstein, like classic horror rather than... Oh, yeah, really? Like, did you like... Hush or something. Did you like It Follows? I didn't watch it. All right. <laughs> I read the description. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Nick, what are you recommending? And I didn't go see it. <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, what was the other one? If you like Misery, there's another Stephen King film that they've just re- adapted on Netflix called uh, Gerald's Game. Mm. oh wait no i tried to watch that that that's too much i can't do that that's like oh, really? i'm sure the book is really good but as a film like i liked it five minutes in and concept. i'm like no done i can't i cannot watch this this is gonna what what even happens five minutes in what part Nothing. Did you he's have? just got her like chained to the bed and he was acting really fucking weird and you're like what? the entire movie is this guy like you well, know no. has, has miss- his wife like chained to the bed and like hinting at these things i don't know it's it's, i couldn't the funny thing is about two minutes after you turned it off he has a heart attack and dies and that's what the film's about like she's sort of tied up there and he's dead oh i thought the whole (laughs) film was just going to be like this weird psycho like is he gonna rape her is he like is she gonna escape sort of thing and i I just i couldn't watch a film about like potential rape it was too much for me but if he dies then that might actually makes it quite interesting yeah i I enjoyed that anyway i knew about the story anyway because i'd read the book but Anyway, uh, Frozen Frontier, where yes. did we leave off with William's story uh, in the prequels? Okay, so the first prequel, 
William was having a hard time at home. This is the abridged version. He didn't really fit in with his family. He was more of a fighter. They were more of a governors. So he convinced his father to let him be a squire, which was beneath his position, really. But uh, there was a prestigious knight around the village uh, called Cal Roderick. Mm-hmm. So ended up um, squiring for Cal Roderick. And then in the first episode, we, we killed some goblins. Not really too much happened after that, story-wise. Second episode, we, we cut forward a couple of years later. Um, William and Roderick are traveling south back to Sulwick after a failed uh, campaign into, what would you call it? The forest, what's the name of the forest they were going into? The Thickle the Hills Beyond the Thickle Glade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we got attacked by some orcs on the bridge and realized that there was maybe like an orc stronghold uh, off the road somewhere. And as William was traveling back to his father's village south of Sulwick, he spotted mo- um, another group of orcs traveling down the same road. So he raced ahead on his horse back to the village, organized the defense only for the orcs not to show up. His brother um, made a mockery of him. His father didn't seem to respect him very much. But William went round the few villages that his father is in charge of and gathered some men. I think we've got about 20 men all together, marched back up to Solwick to meet Carl Roderick, split the men into two groups. William went with 10, Roderick went with 10. And we uh, went the two directions that we think the orcs were living in. And we basically invaded like a cave, killed some orcs, a few people died. It was generally successful. You know, we killed maybe about 10 orcs, lost about two men. And um, yeah, and that was it. And now I believe we're cutting forward again another one or two years. William's 18 or 19 now. He's, you know, fully grown, nearing the end of his training. And well, I don't know exactly, so why don't you take over from there? Sure. I think the year is fourteen uh ninety seven. Right, it's twelve years before the events of Frozen Frontier. Twelve years before. Right, because you're thirty in Frozen Frontier? I'm forty, so it's twenty two oh, years before. So it's twenty two years. Alright, so it's yeah. uh fourteen eighty seven is the year. Okay. Uh, here you are in Solwick with Kel Roderick, mm-hmm. uh, your instructor, the person you are squired to, and uh, you guys have been, well, Roderick has been trying to convince the lords and ladies of Southern Drekis that it would be worth it for them to call their banners, call their arms, and tackle the issues of the monsters in this part of the world over here. Uh, it's not a popular decision because they're not actively threatening lands. Uh, but yeah. Roderick is, you know, proposing this uh, preemptive attack. You know, these they may not be killing anyone right now, but they are growing in strength slowly over time. And if we don't kill them now, maybe five years, ten years, twenty years down the road, they could easily be a real problem, so better to get them now than get them later uh, when they're better prepared. So is he proposing to try and do the same thing that failed last time, or is this a bigger mobilization of forces that he's proposing this time? I mean, same, same, different, right? Like, last time it didn't work for one set of reasons, so now he's regathering people and saying, let's try this again, but I know what I'm, like, we have better information, yada, yada. Uh, And for the most part, it's been successful. Uh, Kel Roderick has managed to 
gather some people together, um, some lords and ladies that have been willing to dedicate troops to this. Uh, mm-hmm. And your last bit before this was to go to Solwick and talk with the prince there, the high prince in Solwick, about the operations. Um, all the other troops have already been marshaled and are hanging out in Thickle Glade waiting for their commander to show up. Um, I think we're going to come to game right after you guys have left your meeting with the High Prince and are about to head up on the road north. So was it was it successful, the meeting? Yeah. Well, that's it then, Roderick. We've, uh, you've achieved what you set out to do. He's quiet and nods along. Do we march back to Thickle Glade now? He nods again. Uh, mounts up on his horse and starts heading north, kind of thinking quietly to himself. Um, it's going to be a... Yeah, it's going to be like a, a day and a half journey to Thickle Glade. Probably stop at one of the roadside inns along the way. Yeah, Okay. Um, he doesn't seem to be very talkative, so I will tend to my duties and try to be, I don't know, less annoying. I, I think as William's gotten older, he's matured a little bit. He's got less questions to ask now, mm-hmm. you know, so he doesn't need to be bombarding Roderick with questions as he might have done in the past. Mm-hmm. But I am thinking back, because it wasn't that long ago that we marched into the Thickle Glade Hills once before, and I believe our endeavor failed because our supply lines were cut off. Yes, yes. We were guerrilla warfared into uh, retreating. So I think, you know, at some point in this journey, maybe when we're, we've broke for the first night, I'll say to, to Roderick, so have you thought how we're going to protect our supply lines? This was our downfall last time. Oh. He slowly nods and says, yes. I didn't mention it to the High Prince, but rather than trying to get this done in a single campaigning season, I think we should take our time. We have these men for three months before the harvest kicks in, so we should make as much progress as we can in those three months, then bunker down, create some sort of defense, uh, keep a few men to hold it, send the rest back, and then when the next season comes around, uh, move on from there. I think a, a slow approach forward is better than trying to drive into the heart in a, in a single season. Yeah, I, I doubt these monsters have a, a singular head that you could cut off, so it makes sense to slowly increase our grip on the territory. I feel like this will not be a popular idea since it commits troops for multiple years, but it's what needs to be done. And sometimes doing the right thing means ignoring orders or or giving half information to those that would stop you. Because you know best? Mm, that's a dangerous line to walk, but yes. You have to be able to decide, determine when you actually know best and when you just want something badly. That Makes is sense. a difficult area. So you guys camp 
for the night. Uh, not so much camp as stay at the inn, uh, uh, right near the bridge on the Gladeway. Okay. Uh, there's a, a small roadside inn called. Uh, ooh, I should have come up with inn names ahead of time. Um, this is where we got attacked by the orcs last time, uh, right? That was over here. It was on a bridge, though. Was it not this bridge? The first no, time. No, because you were coming this way. Oh, were we? Yeah, you were visiting one of the small little villages out near the Buford River. I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there, the inn here is called. Oh shit! I was really hoping I'd come up with something by the time I finished my sentence. Ah. Oh, Thanks, straight. Uh, Victor's Inn. Done. Victor. Yep. You stayed. You stayed here before, Roderick. He nods. Yeah. So I've always thought it is a good sign. How do you mean? Well, for marching oh. off to fight. Victor, I just, I just presumed that was his name. It is, but oh, yeah, double I meanings. Do you believe in fate? Of the course. Gods? I mean, Tempo says the god of fate. He guides all of our lives. Hmm. Yeah, I think I do too. What do you believe your fate's going to be, William? I'm not sure. Hopefully not to die in these hills. Hmm. Maybe to be a great man like you one day. That's why I'm here. He gives a bit of a chuckle, and you guys head into the inn. Uh, he takes care of the... Well, actually, he sends you to take care of the arrangements. Uh, but, you know, you've got the cash on hand to do it. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah. This is the, the night before you arrive at the camp. Uh, you'll be at the rest of the, the soldiers the next day. Um, and then the day after that is when you march on the hills. Do we get separate rooms? Is like Roderick Rich. He probably has his name. Uh, he is relatively wealthy at this point in time. But you guys tend to share a room. In, in, there, there are very few rooms in the inn. It's not a big building. Uh, and so separate rooms are usually not a thing that people get like if random travelers are on the way oftentimes they will have to bunk together because there's not enough room and the beds are big and in this day and age like sharing beds with random strangers is fine because right you know, yeah needs must yeah okay so I mean I could probably help him out of his armor yeah yeah all those fun things mm-hmm. um write some poetry as I get ready to go to sleep. Oh, is William a poet? Well, it's a knightly virtue, isn't it? To write poetry. I, so. I guess? I, I really don't know any of the knightly virtues. Yeah, so I think he sort of tries to excel in all parts of his position. Prowess, courage, honesty, loyalty, generosity, faith, and cur- courtesy, and franchise. Franchise? It says something in the 2E Player's Handbook about mm. about paladins having to be poets and stuff. Mm. I know I'm not I know I'm not a paladin, but you know. Yeah. No, oh, whatever. That's fine. Uh, the next morning, you guys wake up, you eat your breakfast, uh, you head down to the river to to clean yourselves off. You know, to prepare for the the arrival. You know, you don't want to be showing up with. Uh, a month worth of grime and filth on you. Who wants to be all yeah. grimy? 
Um, so you're down by the river near Victor's Inn, uh, stripped off your armor, heading in to, to wash up uh, when there is a, a low whistle and an arrow. Ah! Oh my die. And an arrow finds its way to sticking in the mud right at your side. So I spin around quickly. Does did Roderick hear it? Oh yeah, he hears it, as do the other patrons of the inn that are bathing this morning. Can uh, I... And they're coming oh, okay. down the bank of the river on the opposite side is a force of like 15 orcs. Shit. So, can I make a reaction, like a, an initial... Uh, I think it, that would be considered their surprise round. Only one fired on you. A little okay. over-eager, perhaps, you know? Uh, a better soldier would have waited until everyone was ready, but this guy. This fucking guy. Okay, so, I mean, I, um... If I win initiative, I'll hold my action to see what Roderick's going to do, because I'm not sure if we should just run back to the end or stand and fight. Uh, so, let's roll initiative. How far away are they? Uh, they're maybe 150 feet up the river, coming down on the opposite bank. Oh, on the opposite bank? Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, you get nine. Why are you a plus eight for your initiative? Uh, javelin, but I'm out of range ah. to throw, so I will hold action until one, one of them comes in range. Okay, okay. Roderick jumps to yeah. action immediately, uh, trying to get the people that are staying at the inn out of the water. So he runs, splashing at them, yelling, Orcs! Orcs! Get inside! Uh, and then looks to you and motions for you to run your butt inside the building. Um, but before either of you really get to act too much, I mean, Roderick's taking his action with his natural one to get people to move around. Um, a group of orcs unleashes with short bows in your direction. All right. Um, uh, so the first volley comes towards Roderick. Oh my god. Those are all terrible. They all miss even they they all miss AC ten. And wow. the second volley comes at you, our young squire. Don't uh, hit with we too have many. Two tens, a four, and a seven. Alright. The Bodkin arrows hit you for four points of damage total. Uh. Um, okay. And that is the first set of orcs. Uh, it's nine. The next set goes at the same initiative as you do. And they fire on Roderick as well. Uh, what are you doing for your turn? So how far away are they now? Did they move forward to get in range? Or? Uh, yes, they are now maybe 50 feet. Eh, not quite 50 feet. They're, they're taking... No, no, actually, I take back. They've come 50 feet. They've done a half move. Maybe they can actually go... They can go 60 yards, so... Yeah, they've come all the way down the bank of the river, 
Um, some of them have moved onto the bridge. The others are staying as archers firing across. So they're doing a half move and a fire, so they only get one attack each. each. And the four of them hit Roderick. No crits, though. Thank God. Uh, um, he takes 12 points of damage and is peppered in the back with four arrows. Well, would I not get to throw my javelin at one of the archers before they make that? No, you're both going at nine, so... Oh, this is before nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so right, go at so nine right now. Yeah. Is, there, is there one within 60 feet, one of the archers? Yeah, I would say the river here at the bridge is about 60 feet long, so if you, like, run yourself into the water a little bit, you can get within 60 feet. Okay, so... Plus two to hit from strength, right? You get, you get strength bonus to javelins, don't you? Yes. 12. Your javelin kind of hits the orc's armor and just topples to the ground. All right, and then I make a, a half move. I'll, I'll grab any civilians near me and head back to the end. They're all freaking taken oh. off here. Oh, wait. Is our armor just, like, in the on the side of the bank? Uh, no. I think your armor's inside. Like, you took it off at night, and then in the morning you went down to bathe, so it's probably up in your room. Okay, we went polishing the armor. All right, yeah, so I grab who I can and, and head back. Okay. Uh, that is the first three round, three sets of orcs. The other two sets move onto the bridge with melee weapons in hand and begin to cross it, uh, coming your way, but they can't close. Let's roll initiative for the next round. Where is Roderick at the end of the round? Uh, with arrows in his back, grabbing the last of the civilians, who happens to be uh, an older woman who can't really make it up the embankment herself. Uh, so he's got like this naked older woman over his shoulder, and he's like trying to sludge up through the mud uh, towards the, the building. Does he look like he needs help? Uh, no, he'll make it there, but he also has four arrows sticking out of his back. Okay. So like, you know. But we're heading to the end. That seems to be the plan, right? Right. Uh, so roll me some initiative. Oh god, Roderick rolled the natural nine, so he goes at twelve. Um, you're just heading into the building. Yeah. Okay. Um, the first wave of arrows comes raining down on Roderick as it comes up the embankment, slowed by the old woman. Uh, that's two hits, but I think one of these has a... Well, they both have a 50-50 chance of hitting the lady. Nope, neither of them do. One of them hits Roderick on the back of his thigh. The other one hits him near his uh, left buttocks. And Damn. Roderick takes another... Ooh, eight points of damage, max. So he's taking 20 right now. He is looking not so great. Damn. All right. So how far... I, I, uh, a full round of movement should get me into the inn and... All the and way into your room, yeah. So I'll go into my room. How quickly can I put on a chain, chain mail? If you're just throwing the chain mail shirt on with no padding and no clothes underneath it, you can do it in a round. Easy peasy but it'll be slightly reduced AC because um, you won't have the padding underneath it and it will cause pinching and chafing and unpleasantness. Sure, but I think in the, in the, given the circumstances, I will throw my chain shirt on, grab my shield and sword and I've probably already got my sword, but I'll head back out to the front door of the inn. Okay. Uh... And if I can, I will attempt to get in front of Roderick with my shield and block any arrows that are coming. Yeah, but getting up into the room, throwing your chain shirt on, finding it, like yeah. finding your chain pants and hoisting them up and trying not to get too many of your pubes caught in the the, yeah. the links. Fair. Um, 
initiative yeah. then? Uh, no, the rest of the orcs have to go. Uh, oh. The first, the one group runs across the bridge. Uh, actually, two groups run across the bridge, weapons in hand. One of the groups of archers switches out their, their bows for melee weapons and stands guard on the other two sets of archers. Uh, those that run across the bridge... Water got really slow. Um, they can close. The bridge is only like 60, well, it's probably like 80 feet, maybe a little bit farther. Around, they can go 180. So yeah, uh, one of the groups of four comes up to Roderick and the woman and uh, proceeds to try and melee them to death. Uh, natural one, miss, miss, and hit. One orc brings an ax bearing on the old woman on Roderick's shoulders. Ouch. Uh, for a single damage, it's okay. Ouch. She's probably got more than one HP. She's got three, so she'll be fine. Uh, cuts into the old woman's legs. Dusty. Um, the other group just forgets about Roderick and goes to the front door of the inn. So you're, you're coming downstairs as you see a group of four orcs bust in. Um, okay. They just go for indiscriminate killing of civilians uh, with a miss, a miss, a miss, and a hit on one of the waitresses for, oh God, eight points of damage against a six HP waitress. She goes down. It's your turn. So she's just been decapitated. Yeah, I mean, there's like an orc axe like embedded in her chest, and she's eyes wide and just tumbling backwards as the axe comes out with little splatters of blood flying everywhere. I don't believe it's my turn. I think it's initiative. Oh, right, right. Uh, that means the last two sets of archers get to go. Uh, they're not going to fire on Roderick and his old woman because there's other friendlies nearby. Um, so they'll just fire into the other things nearby. Horses, livestock, uh, people looking through windows. They're just going to start raining down hell. Mm -hmm. um, that'll hit a horse, and that'll hit a person in a window. Um, with cover from windows, two of those are hits. And... Last... Volley. Oh, God. So, somebody's horse... Uh, why don't you roll me a d5? One is your horse, two is Roderick's horse, three through five are random horses. Random horse. Random horse has 11 HP and takes way more than that. So some random horse gets killed, uh, a couple of pigs get slaughtered, a person in a window takes some damage but doesn't die. Um, and we go to next round initiative. All right. Eight. Okay. Actually, I forgot to move Roderick at the end of that turn. So Roderick will disengage using the old woman over his shoulders, like her legs and her, I guess, kind of her flailing hands as a, a sort of like <laughs> weapon to keep the orcs at bay, like swinging her legs at them and backing up until he starts moving around the backside of the inn. Okay. Um, Is he out? He's out of direct fire then. He can only make a third move if he's uh, withdrawing. Uh, and I think with the third move, he can get along the inside and towards the back end, but not quite inside. Let's okay. roll initiative. Oh God, he rolled even worse, natural 10. Come on, Roderick, get your shit together, mate. Um, okay. Oops, I'm gonna re-roll these. 
the one group of archers turns to Roderick. Actually, two groups. They rolled a one and a two. First group goes and peppers Roderick with three arrows. Can you give me 3d6? One, two, three, hit Roderick. Four, five, six, hit the old woman. One on Roderick, two on old lady. Uh, the old lady dies and Roderick's on his back. Uh, and Roderick takes another one point of damage. He is barely standing. The next volley will go ahead and target him as well. Uh, the 19's actually a crit, and the 10's just a hit. Did you say he's barely standing? Isn't he like level seven? I mean, he's got like 10 arrows in him. Yeah, sure. Um, and his level has never really been determined. He, he had two attacks per round though. Last time. Oh, did he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Maybe I have his HP all well. Um, so this is four, five, six, seven, eight points of damage. Okay. Right, he has taken 29 points. Uh, so he's definitely not doing so well. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's the archer's turn. The orcs at the front door, uh, who you see now, they're like pouring in around you. Get, continue to miss innocent civilians uh, with one double crit here. Uh, easily cutting apart one of your, one of the random people at, at the table. Uh, at this point, the few other people in the tavern at the inn who are armed have gathered their weapons uh, in some sort of like terrified defense. Uh, the innkeeper herself uh, and you know her husband are, are gathering a few people in the kitchen, but it's not a well-organized defense. Yeah, sure. Um, so is there men near me with no weapon? Yes. Can there I... are people like cowering under tables and hiding behind chairs. There's one person over near the fireplace, like that's trying to like get behind the fireplace because it's one of those like Franklin stove-looking things. Okay. Um, can, can I, whilst still attacking, um, unclip the the sheath of javelins on my back and just sort of like throw them to nearby where some people are? Sure, that's fine. Okay, so I, I do that and then I say like, arm yourselves, and then move to engage the the most threatening orc. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's see. I think it should be plus. Plus three to hit, specialization. Is it? Yes, three to hit. Yep. 13. That'll do. The orcs are just wearing leathers. And then plus three damage for strength, plus two for specialization. Nine. You bring one of them down. Like splat on the ground. Okay, is there another one nearby? Oh, no, I didn't. Never mind. I was going to do shield rush, but I didn't take the two off my attack also. Okay. Uh... Let's see. The other group of orcs is going to swing around back. Um, no, you know, they're just going to go through the front door. They're, they're just civilians. There's no need to be super strategic here. They bust through the front door and also try and hack people to bits with one hit and one crit. How many can get through? Surely it should be bottlenecked to an extent. Uh, I mean... If there was somebody actually on the front door holding it, they would definitely be bottlenecked, but... So that's what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm trying to kill ones that are in and maybe right. you know, be able to force them back to the door. So you're, but... like, coming down the stairs. 
uh, fighting the orcs at the base of the stairs, but in the meantime, the other ones have, like, cut okay. through the people in front, and the whole orc force just kind of, like, spills inside the building. Uh, at least okay. not the whole orc force, the, the eight that came forward with melee weapons. Okay, I guess I start shouting then to people to get up the stairs. Yeah. Uh, so one person, another one dead, another one injured. Uh, Roderick comes in through the kitchen, grabs some, like, big-ass kitchen knife, maybe, like, a, a meat cleaver, and comes straight for one of these orky guys. Um, 16 plus level, and I guess he's not specialized with a meat cleaver. It's still more than enough to hit an orc. Oh, yeah. Um, how many meat cleavers should do, like, D6, I suppose? Ooh, good job, Roderick. He cleaves one of the orcs in the throat, and it just crumples before him. Nice. Um, leaving six orcs in the building. Uh, another two soul, uh, people manage to get their shit together with improvised weapons and continue to fight. Ooh, 14, 20, and 16 before adjustments. Oh, nice. Two hits and a crit. Let's just... Crit does eight to a four HP orc, five HP orc. Um, five doesn't kill, and the two doesn't kill. Um, the archers outside continue to destroy property, uh, animals, that sort of fun stuff, mm -hmm. and we'll go to the next round. Okay. I killed my horse yet. I don't know, you're not outside. Yeah. Okay, outsiders. Um, I'm gonna try and take a couple shots through the windows at people inside the tavern. Nine is a miss. 16 will hit, will actually uh, hit you. Some random shot comes through a window and just like smash, uh, smashes you in the thigh for two points of damage. Wait, a 16 won't hit me. Well, that just depends. How much has my armor dropped? Uh, it should drop by one. So, so it should be 15. 17. Shield. Uh, shield gives you two? Three, because I've got specialization. Ah. Well, flank attack is another plus one, so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hits you in the thigh from the, the side window. Um, and then the Ruster, I guess, innocent civilians who we're not really even tracking. Um, how, much, how much do I take, sorry? Two. Okay. Uh, that is the archer's turn. Roderick goes at 10. The Those inside go at 7 and 8. Uh, you go at 12? Dear God, okay. Uh -huh. There are 6 inside. Um, 2 peel off to go chase down Roderick, who now has slightly better than 10 AC because he's got a weapon in his hand, so 1 is a miss. One of these orcs hits him. Oh God, for another 6 points of damage. Why he does having a weapon give him AC? Uh, combat. What's it called? Does he not use a shield? Does he just use a sword? He does, but um, there's the. the what do you, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, but don't you have to have one handed weapon fighting style for that? There's a fighting style that it'll work with. It's fine. Okay. I just wonder why he'd get that if he uses a shield, but I guess. Well, because sometimes you don't have your shields, you know? Hmm. He's not specialized just for shield combat. You know, he's a, a well-rounded knight, ready to fight in all sorts of situations. 
I guess so. Got 12 AC with that. Two two slots in that combat. Special thingy, I can't remember what it's called. Um, anyway, so one guy hits him for six. Roderick has taken 27 points of damage thus far. Uh, and he's naked with a meat cleaver. God. <laughs> an intimidating sight. He's also covered in like arrows sticking out of him. Yes. Got, like, Dozens of arrows sticking out. Oh, maybe a dozen arrows out of his back. Slashes all over his front. There's like old woman blood running down his face and he's just got a meat cleaver. He's just flailingly, flailing um, well-winding randomly. Yeah. Uh, two orcs come at you with a, a three and an eight to hit, which is no good. And the other two murder civilians. Got uh, your dumb. turn. These orcs. All right, I'm going to um, shield bash some orcs as well. So I'll take a minus two to my main hand and a minus four to my offhand, right? Okay, yep. Okay, so it's um, my sword. That'll hit. 11. That'll miss. No, no, that's a, that's a damage roll. Oh, that's the damage. Oh, yeah, you drop one. And then for my shield, it would be... Just my strength bonus minus four, right? Yes. It's nothing else because I'm level one. No, that's no, no good. Um, yes, Roderick already went before you. The orcs inside already went. The orcs outside already went. Next round, uh, Roderick's second, second, second attack. Me too. Which is a miss for him. Um, is this one at minus two as well? How does that work? Yep. Yeah, it is okay. Uh, 13. I'll do it. That'll do. Ooh, 13. Oh, God, that's way more HP than they can have. He goes down. All right. She goes down. It goes down. The orc goes down. Uh, next round initiative. Roderick goes at 10. There are... Not a lot of orcs inside left. There are uh, four orcs inside. Okay. Uh, and they are not having this. They are, are taken off. Um, you can beat their initiative, though. You might get some attacks opportunity, you never know. Um, 13, that it. Definitely don't beat their initiative. Uh, the four orcs left inside uh, take a withdrawal, backing out of the building. Uh, but not very far, you know, maybe... 15 feet out of the front door, and then they just stand there, uh, mocking, laughing, pointing, jeering, uh, generally causing problems, emotionally okay. speaking. I uh, want to immediately run upstairs and get Roderick's sword and shield and bring them down. Okay. You bolt up the stairs. Uh, Roderick hurls his meat cleaver at one of the orcs with a natural 20. <laughs> nice. And I can't make this shit up, guys. Uh, seven points of damage to the orc who has two HP, three HP uh, and topples to the ground um, the archer's firing through the window takes shots at Roderick uh, one, two, fifteen, seventeen let's see cover, yeah those, the fifteen and seventeen are still hits against Roderick even through the cover of the window um, they do, hey, one and one damage for two. These are slight grazes against him. Not even like direct shots, just like, you know, yeah. in and out through the side of the arm or something. Um, let's see. The other people in the inn are backing out, panicking. 
a few other people have come forward with like a, maybe a stool as a sort of crappy shield and uh, either a spear of the javelin you had, a kitchen knife. Uh, some people had their own weapons. So one guy's even got a short sword out uh, and everyone's kind of just backed against the walls trying to stay away from the windows and figure out what the hell to do here. Uh, you can make it back down at the end of the round with Roderick's sh- uh, sword and shield. Okay, yeah, and then I say quickly, should I get your armor? Give me yours. We don't have time for that. All right, I, I strip off my chainmail and throw it to him. I'll help it put it on him. Okay. Uh, next round initiative. No, I'm naked. <laughs> now you're the naked one. <laughs> okay. Um, what am I going to do? How many of my javelins have been picked up? All of them. Damn it. I don't really know what to do. I feel like if I go outside, I'll just die. Um, I run into... Okay, I'm going to run into the kitchen and find some knives to throw. Right. There are plenty of knives in the kitchen that you can use to throw, and there's frying pans and pots and, you know, whatever the kitchen has. I used three as my initiative because I figured I've still got to run. Perfect. Even, yeah. Um, so Roderick rolls a natural one on his initiative and just leaps outside to the three orcs that are still standing there uh, with his now 15, 16, 17, 18 AC. Uh, yeah. Much, much better. He makes his two attacks, uh, easily hitting these guys. Ooh, that is not such good on the damage, though. Uh, first one goes down, second one goes down. They both go down. Uh, so there's one orc standing out in front. There's a bunch on the other side of the bridge with missile and melee weapons. That was Roderick's turn. The... That was the last two, yeah. No, there's one more here. Yeah, the one more orc right out front takes a hack at Roderick. Oh, with a natural 18 plus oh. one to hit his 19 is a hit on Roderick with his axe for eight points of damage. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. And you have found kitchen knives. But you okay. go kind of slow. Actually, no, you're next up. No. So I, I get, I grab a knife. I get to the window, or I grab three. So, mm-hmm. is there an unengaged orc in range? Uh, I mean, it's next to Roderick. He just hacked him. So there's a chance I could hit him. Definitely. Oh, you mean hit Roderick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Do I get a flank attack on the yes. orc? So flank and then two for strength. Call it a plus three. 11. Uh, no, almost. It, like, thuds into his armor and just topples to the ground. All right. I get to throw two more, though, at the end of the turn, don't I? Uh, one more at the end of the turn. Okay. Um, one of the people inside hurls a javelin at the orc, which is a miss. And one of the other guys with the javelin will do it as well. Why not? No, that's also a miss. The... Uh, archers. I see one of their buddies fighting this well-armed guy. You know what? They're they're quite content with this. Those guys ran inside, and only one of them really came back out. It's his own damn fault for getting for being cocky and over-engaging. So yeah. the other orcs just open fire. Uh, a natural one will target the orcish ally and hit him. <laughs> the 13 for one point of damage. 
on a 4 HP orc. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the other volleys... Uh, one will graze hit Roderick for three points of damage. Well, he, he might be getting low now. He's taken 40 points thus far. Jesus. Um, and archers have two sets of attacks, so we get another eight shots. Uh, two, nine, ten, sixteen are all misses. And four, thirteen, seven are misses, but a nineteen is another hit. It's probably actually a twenty with the flank. Uh, for three more points of damage. You see Roderick fall to one knee, um, and then slowly start to rise up again. Shit. Alright, can I throw my dagger? Please do. I hope I don't hit him in the back and kill him. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It wouldn't be great. Um... Suits a hit. Come on. There you go. Ooh. You crit the orc. Oh, wait. It's going to be plus three to hit? No. Oh, flank attack. Yeah, plus three. So 22. Still, though, it's double damage, right? So mm-hmm. 2d4 plus three. This is the orc that's already been hit with an arrow. Yeah, I think he's dead. Oh, yeah. He's totally dead. He just falls to the ground with a knife sticking through his neck. Um, next round initiative. <clears throat> um, I probably shouldn't do this, but out of panic, I shout for Roderick to get back inside. <laughs> uh, and I roll. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, well, the orcs go first. Uh, Roderick seems to actually be inclined to do what you're talking about here. That seems to have already been on his mind. But the orcs go first, and... And they take shots with a 19, 19, 5, and 8. And Uh-oh. the other group of four gives us a 18. He's got 5 and 3. No, he's got 4 and 3, actually. So that's actually a hit. And 11, 5, and 6. So that is three hits against Roderick. He takes 7, 8, 9 points of damage and just falls face forward into the ground. Okay. Uh, um, he is at... Okay, cool. I've got his negative HP down. Uh, Roderick no longer gets a turn. Um, that's the first volley. The arrows outside. The other orcs are still there with their weapons. The people inside are not going out, and it's your turn. Okay, well, I, I want to say to the people to, like, try and board the windows, and I will now shield up, run out, and try and grab Roderick. Oh, Roderick's he got, got my shield. shield. Yep, you are naked. No, no, I, I got his sword and shield from upstairs. I've still got okay. my shield, but cool. no armor. So I put my shield up and then run out and try and, like, pull him by the arm back into the... Yeah, he's not too far from the door, is he? Um, no, he's not too terribly far from the door, and you're a really strong guy, so you can run out there with the shield up, uh grab Roderick and begin to pull him back in. You can get back into the inn as well. Okay. Can uh, I try and stabilize him or not? That would be a next round action. Okay. So I drag him and I want to bring him like right in front of a window on the floor so there's no way that an arrow coming in is going to hit him. Right. Right. In okay. fact, I suggest that everyone does that. Like crouch down. Yeah. People have taken positions near walls so that arrows can't see them and occasionally peek out. Um... Okay. Initiative. Uh, is it three for stabilization? 
Uh, no, it's a full round action. It takes the whole full round. Okay. Uh, okay. There's hooting and hollering and jeering, and you hear the thundering sound of uh, feet coming across the bridge. Shit. Um, and you look out through the the crack in the wind the the door, and you can see orcs like just picking up like one's got a chicken under an arm, two others have like picked up a, a pig by its legs, uh, one more is just running a sword through Roderick's horse, uh, just killing it, um, and that's it for the orcs' turn. Okay, I ask people like like um, turn over some tables, barricade the doors. Yeah, some people are doing have. Yeah, most people are just cowering in fear. Your orders go pretty much unnoticed by these folks, but give me a, an intelligence check. Yes. Very nice. You managed to bind up the worst of the wounds. You know, there's still a dozen arrows sticking out of his back, but the, the big gash in front of him, that's the, the real problem. Yeah. Uh, you managed to patch up enough that he'll probably live. Okay. Um, and the orcs retreat. They take their spoils, they leave their dead companions, and they vanish. <clears throat> okay, so once the dust has settled, I, I, I look around to survey the damage. How many people are dead inside the tavern? It looks like there are ten dead and another like five or six wounded. Uh, and then there's the, the dead orcs as well. How many people are still alive? Um, I mean, with plenty of time to, to investigate this stuff, you'll find there's maybe another 20 people upstairs hiding. Okay. Uh, and then there's like six people down here in this room with you. So it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, it could have been way worse. If you and Roderick hadn't been here to stop the orcs from slaughtering everyone on the inside and push them back out, uh, probably everyone here would have died. Okay. Um, hmm. How are any of the horses still alive, or are they all dead or taken? Uh, there's one horse alive, but it is freaking out. It is panicked, and there's no way in hell you're going to be able to calm that horse down. In fact, it might just break its neck, freaking out and thrashing around. Is it my horse? No, your horse is dead. Okay, well, leaving. I, you know, I, whose horse is this outside? See if you can calm it down. I need a rider to head back to Solik. No one answers. God damn it! You cowards! We need to get word to the prince. I think we're going to take our, our first and probably only break here right now, and we'll come back in a few minutes with the after effects of this bloody battle. See you soon. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Frozen Frontier. So, William. Yes. Uh, you've got, like, in your arms a dying Roderick. You've bandaged his wounds... You're good. It's going to take some more effort to keep him alive. He's at negative seven. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I think my next action is to recruit someone to help me carry him up the stairs to a bed. Yeah. You, you'll find someone to help carry him up to the bed. Uh, yeah. I ask around, has anyone got any sort of medical training? Because I don't even have proficiency at all. No. No one's a, a medic in any way, shape, or form. Okay. So I will do my best. Um, okay. But I... I, I I realize tensions are flared right now, but maybe later on in the evening, I ask if someone will ride to Solwick to try and bring a doctor. Yes. Um, people have scattered. Once the orcs were clearly gone across the river and away, 
Uh, many people just took off on foot. Uh, some running down the road towards Solwick, some going through the, the other little small roads and trails to the nearby villages. Um, no one ever claimed that horse, uh, who freaked out until it broke its reins and then just, like, ran off. Oh, okay. Um, and so you guys are here, waiting for someone to come and help you. Okay, yeah, so I want to get someone... Well, I suppose I don't need to sit with him the whole day. So I will spend the next day on the road trying to flag down someone with a horse. How much gold does Roderick have on him in his room? Uh, he's got, like, on the order of hundreds. Okay, yeah, so I, will, I my plan is to offer someone gold to ride back to Solwick and bring a doctor. Or to sure. give me a horse, maybe. Uh, that's an easy thing to do. You know, the squire coming around, covered in blood with arrows. Well, I guess you're probably taking the arrows out by now, but, like, yeah. clearly wounded, uh, telling a story about orcs and dead people, and someone turns around and just heads back to Solwick to bring help or something. Okay, good. Um, I feel like people around here might even vaguely know who Cal Roderick is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they might not believe the rantings of some random squire on the road, or, or maybe they will, but it's it's convincing yeah. enough. Um, I need you to make me a saving throw versus poison. Oh, no. What do I need? Uh, level one saves, 13. Yes. All right. Well, Roderick, on the other hand, not so lucky. Uh-oh. Uh, you, you watch over him, and you feel your vision swimming, and you find yourself retching and, like, puking over and over again. Uh, your wounds aren't doing so well. You, you will survive. It's going to yeah. be uh, a rough time for the next maybe, like, three or four weeks for you. Um, but you watch Roderick just, like, die on the bed in front of you. Shit. It's a pretty unglorified way to go. Um, I yeah. do my best to try and save him, but I'm no doctor. You know, I try and suck out. If I work out that it's poison, like, is there... Are his wounds going gangrenous, are they? Yeah, I mean, but at that point, it's it's too late. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's... But it's I, I desperately... I desperately try my best to, to save him. Um, of the other wounded people in the inn, uh, four of them die, two of them live, of the six others, uh, from the, the poisons in the arrows fired by the archers. These orcs with their poison arrows. Yeah. Um, and eventually, you know, people arrive. There, there comes a contingent of knights barreling down the road, bursting into the inn, finding you like on the ground, covered in your own sick, uh, holding on to dying Roderick, or dead Roderick at that point. Yeah. Um, so I think I give up command to whatever knight. Yeah. It turns, turns up and, and probably pass out. Yeah. Uh, you wake up sometime later, uh, thrown over a horse on your belly, uh, just like face down on the road. Watching the, the path go by below me. Mm -hmm. I crane my head to the left to see if I'm on the, you know, if there's like a, if it is a human riding this horse. Uh, yes, indeed. The The person in front of you is leading your horse, or the horse that you're on top of. You recognize the armor of one of the knights that came through the into the building. Um, 
and in a few few minutes later, you see the bridge leading towards Solwick appear. Okay, I try and uh, I I shout like hold hold. Uh, but, um, the knight looks back at you and stops the horse caravan. You notice there's a few other people. It's actually like a, a full-fledged column of eight people at this point. And hoists you off the horse gently and leans you against a tree. Okay, yeah, I just wanted to... I, like, I, I can I can ride. And I sort of try and get in the stirrup and, and get onto my... Whoa, whoa there, buddy. There's no need to impress anyone here. What? What's done is done. Take it easy. What happened? Is he? He's dead. Roderick. Yep. What of the the mission to the hills? He gives a half-hearted shrug. <sighs> Did you f find the orcs? He shakes his head. God, I uh, I think I sort of just like despondent. Um, yeah, I don't know, like head in hands on the tree. I mean, I'm not crying or anything, but. Certainly pretty uh, unsure of where this leaves me. Are we... This is Solwick. You're to it. I didn't I didn't catch your name. Because I didn't give it. But my name's Destros. Cal Destros. Nice to meet you. My name's William Marshall. Just Destros. Huh. Well, thanks for your aid. Gives you a, a grim look, gives you a bit of a nod, and uh, helps you back onto the horse, uh, and the column continues into Solwick. Uh, these people that you in instantly thought were knights turn out to be a, a band of mercenaries that happened to be in Solwick when the word for help came around, and the, the town guard just hired to go take care of everything for you, for them. Yeah. Uh, you are brought back to... Uh, the, the Temple of Martha, where your wounds are treated, along with one of the other survivors. Uh, and eventually, the High Prince comes around to ask you what happened, and to hear your story. I met, am, am I privy to the meetings when we meet with this guy? You've been around for some of them. It's customary to show a squire how these things go down. So, okay. So I, I genuflect, Your Honor, uh, Your Highness. How can I help? Well, my commander's dead, and you are the most reliable witness. I shall tell you it all. We, we'd spent the night in Victor's tavern, and in the morning, before heading to Thickle Glade to meet with the company of men that had been raised, we were washing in the river to prepare ourselves, when a band of perhaps 15 maybe 20 orcs approached from the other side of the river, uh, many armed with bows, some armed with swords and axes. They fired on us. Uh, we were unarmored at the time. Roderick valiantly helped an old lady who couldn't, who couldn't muster the strength to head back to the inn on herself and carried her naked towards the tavern whilst I, I fled to the, to the entrance. I ran up the stairs. I, I got my my weapons, my, my chainmail, headed back down the stairs only to see orcs busting in through the front door, murdering people. I tried to fight them back. Eventually, Roderick turns up, coming out of the kitchen, naked with a meat cleaver, starts killing orcs, 
we drive the ones back from inside the tavern and he he follows them out the door wearing my chainmail fighting another three killing two killing the third only to be struck down by arrows from other orcs across the bridge I dragged him inside bandaged his wounds the orcs fled but I think maybe the arrows were poisoned because both myself and Roderick were plagued by a terrible illness over the coming days and unfortunately I don't think he had the strength to stand up to it Hmm. I, I, I passed out when the uh, the knights or the, the mercenaries that you sent to, to aid us arrived and I awoke shortly a day or two later on the back of a horse near Solwick. The High Prince nods a few times uh, then gently touches you on your like bandaged shoulder and says rest now thank you for this information uh, and turns of course. and leaves alright I pass back out uh I will inquire at some point as to Roderick's body. Has it been recovered? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, I asked the priest, like, will there be a funeral? The priest nods, saying his family's making the arrangements. Please don't let me miss it. Please. Priest tries to console you. We'll, we'll do our best. You're I not can, in very good shape. I can walk. I, I, I shall attend. Please. I beg of you, priest. We'll see how you're feeling. Okay. I, I, I pass back out, but every time I see the priest, I'll ask if it's today. Mm-hmm. Growing increasingly angry if they don't divulge when the funeral is. <laughs> okay. Uh, eventually, your parents come to show, come to see you, uh, your father, your mother, and your older brother. Uh, Jeffrey. Yeah, Jeffrey. What an asshole. Uh, they take you from the Temple of Martha back to their home, your home, um, telling you that they would rather keep an eye on you than have you, you know, maybe die in a temple somewhere. So I I am to miss the funeral, and Your father nods and says it. Your life is more important than attending a funeral. You can visit his grave another time. Roderick was everything to me. I must attend. Please, father. He shakes his head. I haven't got the strength to to fight. But I think um, William has silent tears as he's led away on the horse back to, or in a carriage maybe, back to the village. Uh, You arrive in the village, Uh, you find yourself resting in a bed for a little while as your father comes over one of these days and says, I'm glad to see you've lived, but this is exactly what I had feared would happen if we sent you off to do these things. I I I hope you've learned your lesson and your place in life. No, what do you mean? I'm I'm not cut out for... Well, I'm not like you and Jeffrey. I, I, I can't you sit might, behind You'll it. die again. And if I'm to die defending the lives of the innocent, then that's what I will do. Uh, seriously, son? I'm 19 now, father. You can't control me. He waves you off and stomps out of the room, angry. 
Uh, you don't see him for the rest of your time while you're resting here, although your mom does come by to change your bandages from time to time. Uh, you don't see your father or your brother again. I try to explain well. to my mother mm -hmm. about why it's important for me to, to pursue this career as a knight. And for her, I plead with her to help father understand. She is trying to be emotionally supportive for you, but does not understand your desires and just says to the effect of like, I don't want to have to bury my son, my youngest, my, my baby. I, I don't want to have to bury him. Please do consider. If I, if I wasn't there that day, there'd been 30 or 40 more dead sons in that town. But not mine. Perhaps, but all life is sacred. We have a duty to defend the defend the people of this land. Those who are able. He just shakes her head. I don't uh, understand. But, you know, tries to help you. Uh, and once you are bandaged and ready to go, what do you do? So am I, like, at full HP and stuff now, or at least mostly recovered enough to travel? Um, I don't really know what to do. I, I suppose I will visit with my, my father and my brother and my mother, bid them adieu and tell them that I'm heading back to Sulwick to speak to the prince, pledge him my mm -hmm. sword. Uh, and I've over the days of resting in bed and being ignored by my family, I've sort of come to the harsh realization that maybe they don't, they, they won't understand and emotional detachment is probably the best way forward to deal with it. So it's a, a cold father. I, I'm heading to Solwick to pledge, pledge my sword to the prince. I hope to see you again someday. Turns his back and goes back to conversation with Jeffrey. I give Jeffrey a look. He's, we've never really got on that well. Does he, does he meet my gaze? Yeah, he does. And you can see, uh, maybe for the first time, uncertainty and a little bit of fear in his eyes. I wonder what he's afraid of. Does it seem like he's concerned for my well-being? Or I don't know. So the look only lasts a moment, and then he goes back to, you know, talking about taxation rights. Um Okay. As I walk out, I like maybe um you know, Jeffrey's got full plate armor, hasn't he? It's probably yep. like, you know, it's in the hallway or something like that, you know, on a on a stand. Mm -hmm. I, I I gaze over at it. It's way too small for you. Yeah. Never fit. Well, I wasn't gonna take it anyway, but yeah. I uh But that you know, God, look at that full plate for someone who doesn't even want to go into battle. What yeah, a waste. <laughs> so I hoist my backpack on my um onto my shoulders. Do I have a horse or not? Uh, you're, no, you've lost a horse, but your family's well off enough that you can probably, like, snag another from the stables and it'll be fine. Okay, yeah, so I, I walk to the stables and survey the horses. I've always gotten well with the horses. In fact, maybe I have, like, a, you know, 20 minutes in the horses and I, I sort of go through them all, petting them one at a time until I find one that seems to like me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, I talk to it and I explain, like, you know, I can't stay here. Look, there's nothing here for me. I, I'm not. This isn't my destiny. This isn't what mm -hmm. Tempos has in store for me. Me and you, buddy, we're going to head to Solwick and we're going to do great things. And I, I saddle a horse and I pat it on the on the neck and 
Roderick, just me and you. And then ride out into the onto the road. Oh. Well, that's gonna be it for William's uh flashback today. Uh much shorter than some of your other ones, but filled with juicy bits. Yeah. Okay. Uh so yeah. How how are you feeling about this story of William's past? I like it. It's uh, different than what I had in mind, but I think the the overall arc of what I wanted to achieve with it is the same. And mm. I, I like Roderick's death because, you know, the best heroes, they don't die in some epic battle against the big bad evil guy. They die in like a surprise encounter against orcs or... Fucking orcs with poisoned arrows while he's bathing in the fucking river. Yeah, yeah. It's always something random like that. So it's fitting and it's realistic to how a great hero like that always dies. Yeah. Well, but I think... It's a turning point for, for William, maybe like where he he finally gives up trying to impress his his family and no longer like values that part of his life too this much. Might explain why William is involved with his wife and his father in law, but not his parents back home. I mean, I guess your parents are probably maybe old enough to be dead, but your brother is probably still ruling your hometown during the yeah. Frozen Frontier campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeffrey with his yeah. plate mail. Yeah, but I, I don't think there's much contact between the two. Like they, they probably will get in contact if I were to ever officially inherit those that those villages that the princess was giving me. They'd probably consider me worthy of communication at that point, but I don't think William would want to speak with them. When was the last time do you think William would have spoken to his brother between the events today and like twenty two years later when you're on the on in Caledonia? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think at some point, maybe my duties would have sent me down south on the road and I would have at some point maybe been in the village. Mm-hmm. But um, So you've I had some contact. But I don't think I would have see, like sought them out in, in the village. I would have stayed in the tavern. I wouldn't have tried to go back to the family manor. If they wanted to speak to me, I would speak to them. But I feel like I've given them so many chances to accept me for who I am that if they aren't going to take them, then the ball's in their court at this point. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, you know, maybe this is five years in the future. I've got more important things to worry about than some stupid little village south of Solar Cry. I mean, he's doing official duties for the for the prince, and he considers it much more. It might not be lofty in terms of title, but it's lofty in terms of duty. Mm-hmm. And yeah. your brother is much, very much the opposite, caring far more about title and honor than duty. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, that's gonna wrap us up for today. Uh, We probably will not have another Frozen Frontier until the first weekend of January because it's gonna be uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Uh, But we will have the New Year's Day Angband stream if you're interested in Angband-related things. Nice. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty exciting. And there's also on the Regal Goblins website uh, a store now if you want. Uh, It's For now, it's just Dyson with Death and Fatal One related merchandise and an Arcadia uh, mouse pad. But we'll get some other things up there soon as well. So if that's yeah. something you're interested in. That's Even if it's only me buying it, can we try and make a Malachi t shirt? I don't know what it'd be, but I'd totally wear it. Uh, you know, if we can figure <laughs> out what a Malachi t shirt would look like, we can make it happen. Okay, we might need to speak to um, uh, Matthew and get some of those drawings that he did. <laughs> we'll do what we can. All right. Okay, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye, everyone. See ya. Bye.